You're listening to Station F, the podcast. From the world's largest startup campus in Paris. Hello, I'm Roxanne Varza, director at Station F, the world's largest startup campus located in central Paris. And this is Station F, the podcast. We're back at Anti Cafe, our co-working cafe. And this week we have a very special guest who's not an entrepreneur. Well, maybe kind of an entrepreneur. She's actually a filmmaker. Uh, so if you have been following Station F uh, since day one, you're probably already familiar with Foundation. It's our startup documentary series where we follow entrepreneurs in their daily lives and discover all kinds of things that the normal traditional press doesn't write about. So we're already in the third edition this year. Uh, it's kind of a special one for us where we're following obviously four new companies. Uh, this is a long format, so previously we've done a number of short series, uh, so this year 52 minutes and the catch, only female entrepreneurs. So let's get right into it with our special guest, Karen Perrin de Boc. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Great to have you with us. <laughs> I'm super you. thrilled because now I get to find out everything about making a documentary. <laughs> uh, very exciting. But actually, before I get started, I actually want to know, what was your background? What have you worked on prior to this uh, oh. film? Well, I always say that my job is telling stories. You know, I can, you know, meeting those girls um, where was really um, just telling stories. You know, that that's my job. I can, I work for Arte, I work for France 2, I work for M6, and then I, I do all, you know, all documentaries on all kind of subjects. But but the idea is always trying to find what's universal. You know, to take something. Uh, very personal, and then to bring out the universal side of it. So. Super. Well, we're going to dive right into those stories in just a minute. But actually, I wanted to know, prior to making the film, so before you actually start getting into these stories, what actually happened? Well, the thing is that I've met all the girls at Le Felicita. <laughs> and and to tell you the truth, uh, the four girls which are in the document, who are in the documentary, were just standing out. They, each of them had a sort of a drive, a determination, a passion, really something that made them special. Uh, it, they, they all exuded that, you know, in a way. And then in, I mean, in a very few words, um, I knew they were the ones I wanted to follow. To tell you the truth, um, I, I, after six days, taking cafe at La Felicita, meeting all kind of girls. I really, I made a short list and I sent to the production and I said, okay, that's the one I would like to follow because they have something different. And each of, each profile sort of, you know, was different and, and it sort of gave a complete uh, picture of what a female entrepreneur could be. Super, so it's kind of like a casting session. Yeah, definitely. So what, but what are you actually looking at? Because in the, I'm guessing, I've never actually participated in a real <laughs> casting, but for an, another kind of movie, maybe people come, they read their lines and you see if it's the right fit. What are you looking for when you meet them? Um, just someone who has something special to say that, you know, when, whenever you start um, a documentary, you always have a kind of um, sort of, you know the thread you want to follow. And actually, I was totally wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, because we were going for, for female entrepreneurs. Uh, I really thought that those girls would be, you know, because we are past Me Too, saying that, you know, um, being a woman, being a strong woman is like super important. And I'm, I'm going to be 50 in like a couple of years. So I thought it would, it would be, you know, something important for them. And then I was completely wrong. I mean, for them, they are women but they don't care 
<laughs> I mean, they just, you know, they just don't care. Yeah, that's not, that's not part of their story. That's it. Yeah. And I was like abashed by that. I was like, okay, I'm like just so wrong. And then the production were like, you know, it's really important to insist on the fact that how, how different is it to be a female entrepreneur versus a male entrepreneur? And then all of them were like, I don't care. <laughs> I just yeah. don't give a damn about being, you know, it's, it's not about gender. It's just about, you know, having this drive. And so that was really a revelation. And what, so what I was looking for was uh, strong characters. But when I say strong, it's not something like outstanding. It's more something you, you really feel there's a story behind. You know, and for instance, I'm, I'm thinking about Joanne. I, I've nicknamed her. I gave her a, a nice nickname. And she's called, I, in my head, I've called her Determined Kitten. Because <laughs> she's like, like a kitten, you know, always soft. But you feel the drive is just so strong. And, you know, when she set her paws into something, she's going to go all the way. And, and that's what you look for. Uh, you know, people who are just the drive. And, and it's the drive that gives a good story. So tell me, before we dive in, uh, give me an give overview. Introduce us to the different girls and the different entrepreneurs. So you've got Julia from Loom. She's the CEO of Loom. She's making ethical closing for men I mean unisex and she is just passion uh, you know she's so passionate about what she's doing about you know the textile industry about uh, making people aware of the the danger uh, for the ecosystem because of fashion so that's Julia from Loom then you have uh, Clementine she works with um, Clemence they both of them they created a app which is called Caramel daily day dedicated for parents to find activities for their kids. I've got a 10 years old. She's a little bit over, you know, the good age group. But it's it's like um, so easy to find things to get your your kids, you know, doing activities with that app. So, and, and Clementine is some, in doing something really interesting is that she loves to code. Mm. Every time she has like five minutes, she takes her laptop and she codes. So that's pretty interesting. And then you have Joanne. So Joanne, it's my determined kitten. Uh, she's <laughs> she's a scientist. Uh, she's a doctor in biology, and she's doing um, a portable a blood test kits uh, with another co-founder, which is called Anna. Um, and then there is Lara. Lara, she's doing um, an sort of um, um, how you call agenda. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, agenda for salespeople, and um, and she is uh, she has a kid. So um, what's really interesting is that all of them, uh, in terms of uh, uh, personal life, are at different stages. And then they all, you know, they all cope and then they, they do things work. And again, for none of them, uh, it's an issue. Interesting. And um, any of them are, all of them are French? No. Um, actually, all of them are French, uh, but, but uh, Joanne comes from Lebanon and she came to study. And for her, it was a surprise uh, staying in France, meeting a husband, I mean, meeting someone, getting married and becoming French. So there's... Um, and her co-founder is from... Uh, Russia. From Russia. So yeah, yeah. that's a mixed uh, nation nationality team. Um, but otherwise, everybody else is French. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So I love that actually being a woman, actually gender almost wasn't even a topic. So you kind of discovered that. Maybe yeah. kind of were shocked by it. I definitely am kind of surprised to hear, but also not super surprised. 
Um, but I want to ask you, okay, so when you set out to make a documentary, how do you plan what you're going to tell, given that in a certain sense you don't even really know what you're going to be filming or what's going to happen? How do, you, how do you go about doing that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's like knitting. <laughs> You've got the thread and then you try to knit your story okay, around that. Right. But, um, something really funny was that all those women, the, the, the four women we were following, um, you know, at the beginning I was like, um, in my mind, I said, okay, we're going to follow them. Uh, so we're going to film women behind laptops, which is not sexy. I mean, not thrilling, nothing. And then I discovered that all of them were doing stuff all the time. They were traveling all the time, having, you know, so many activities, so many things. And, and we ended up, you know, filming them pretty, not a long time <laughs> behind their laptop because they're always doing, you know, a lot of things. And the idea was finally, you know, you sort of, um, you know, if, if life gives you lemon, then you do lemonade. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the same for a documentary. It's, you have your ideas, okay, this one, she's going to, you know, uh, get a prize. And then there's this goal that, you know, she might get to that. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about Lara. She, she wanted to go to Dreamforce in, in San Francisco. She didn't know whether she would, you know, have the money, get an invitation, if she could make it or not. And so you had, you know, so a kind of cliffhanger. But then the rest is just, you know, what lives give you. And you have to try to knit it into a story. Super interesting. So what I've heard from you so far, and I also just wanted to also once again for the listeners who might not know Lara, but they definitely should know her. Um, she's the co-founder of Kara.ai, Daily Planner for Sales Productivity. Um, what I've heard from you so far is that there were essentially two elements that you kind of came in with almost a preconceived notion that having the strong notion about being a female is going to be really important. And also that the entrepreneurs are going to be spending most of the time behind their desks, behind their screens. And actually neither of those were true. I'm so happy to hear that. What I now want to hear from about, just like without any spoilers, obviously, for people who are going to see the film, but what are some of the things that happened? What are some, what were some of the other events that took place and maybe your favorite moment from the documentary? Um, I, I really like the passion of, Julia, Julia, she's the founder of Flume. Mm -hmm. she, so she's making um, ethical clothing, and um, and she's just she has such a passion. You know, she recently I know she recently recorded a tech uh, a TED um, conference, and I mean obviously it's she's so brilliant. I mean when you listen to her, you just don't want to close uh, to dress yourself the same way it, you know she's she's changing the way you're thinking and so we went um uh, to discover um um how her, her clothes were made and that was so interesting and the passion you could see in her eyes the way she was touching the fabric she was the question she was she was asking she's so generally into what she's doing. You know, sometimes you have this, this image that some people do things, oh, it's going to be a marketing hit. She's not at all like that. She just breathes, um, lives with her idea all the time. You know, she can be having fun and suddenly she says, oh, I've got to measure this because this is so interesting and it is going to change the clothes we make. So, you know, that was really interesting. Um, what I like also about uh, Joanne is that she was uh, taking part of a boot camp. Uh, so she was touring Europe uh, for um, a sort of um, European program for, to help startups. And she was so tired because she was like moving country every two days. 
And at, at one point, she was so low. <laughs> and, and that was also her life, you know. And she was trying to learn how to detach herself, uh, her personal and emotional life, and the professional one. And, she, and, and you know, um, being there at the time, she was trying to learn how to face, you know, the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur was really interesting also. So I think those are perfect examples because those are also... I haven't actually gotten a chance to see the documentary yet, so I'm kind of discovering it uh, by our conversation. But uh, from our previous editions, those are the, the elements that really stand out to me. I remember last year in our um, uh, previous edition, we had a founder, uh, Ruben, who's the co-founder of HD Rain, and he talks about his passion. He's he's working on a weather forecasting solution, and just his passion for for meteorology is just like uh, overwhelming. You can just see him like almost ready to cry in one scene. How much he loves it when he talks about it. And I also love the example that you gave with Joanne from Omini because I think it's also a great opportunity for people to see the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship and especially the downs. And I'm interested to hear from you, what were the real kind of down and low points that we actually lived through in this documentary? Well, Lara, so from Cara, um, she did not get into Y Combinator. <laughs> so, that, so what is what does that scene look like? What is that? Oh, she's just actually it's a good um, it's a good um, example of ups and down. Uh, in like in the course of um, thirty minutes, she had the down, which was you know no from Y Combinator, and the ups, which was she was um, spoiler alert. Uh, she, she was invited to San Francisco, and and on on that day we're not supposed to shoot her, so we were on the other side of the mezzanine. We were filming the girls from Caramel, Clémence and Clémentine, and suddenly uh, the the camera girl uh, is just filming the two girls. There's um there's the, a kind of meeting taking place, and so I'm I'm looking downstairs, and I see someone jumping you know, in the middle of Station F, and then she sits down, and she goes ups and down with the legs, <laughs> you know, very lively, and then I, I, I stare, and I see that it's, it's Lara, and so I, I take to my, I go and speak to my camera girl, and I say, come on, please, we need to go down, and then we just, you know, started filming, and she was like on the phone with San Francisco, knowing she, you know, was invited there, so she could really go to Dreamforce, and and so it was really funny, you know. It's like, you know, we were on the right place in the right time, on the right time. Super, yeah. I think uh, definitely the ups and downs, and even you know the down and right back up again within Ooh, five minutes. It's it. something that so many entrepreneurs live and deal with. Um, but I think it's it's probably very very fascinating to watch that happen yeah. on screen. And I'm also wondering because you mentioned kids, you mentioned marriage. How personal do we get? Obviously, making this documentary is also about showing the lives of these entrepreneurs, and life is not just about work. So how, how far do we go? Uh, depends. It depended on whether um, they wanted to show something or not. I was not that was not the point, but I, I wanted to understand what was their daily life and the challenges they had to face. Uh, so, uh, for instance, you know, we go to Grenade um, in, in Spain with, um, with Joanne, and she misses a family because uh, obviously, you know, she's come from very close-knit 
family in Lebanon. And, and then she's there alone and she's discovering so many things and she can't share it with anyone. And then you've got Lara, so she has a kid. And she just organizes her, you know, uh, her daily life. She's not working on on Wednesdays, and she's never taking any meeting past four o'clock. And so she she makes it work. Very interesting. <laughs> that I'm very intrigued by. <laughs> so we also see entrepreneurs that make entrepreneurship fit their lifestyle and exactly. their current situation. Yeah. And I'm also curious to to well, I guess you've kind of confirmed it in a sense, but we're not seeing people that work nonstop twenty four seven. No. No, we're Definitely. seeing real life. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Well, just one, one little uh, thing is that for some of them, the real life is like five o'clock in the morning, Station F. But it's a personal choice. <laughs> Good. Well, I think some people at Station F would also be happy to hear that we get people in our building at five in the morning. So hopefully all of our listeners will get a chance to check out the documentary. Um, before I finish, I want to just ask you how, I mean, this is obviously an edition that's dedicated to women. But as you said Women almost becomes a non-issue. Being a woman becomes a non-issue because it's maybe not an issue in the minds of the entrepreneurs that we follow. So if we take that topic off, what is really the message that you hope people take with them in watching this film? That being an entrepreneur is, is possible. I mean, at one point I asked all of them uh, what, is, what makes them a good entrepreneur. It, and they all, they all have the same kind of answer in their own words, is passion and drive and the good idea and and pretty much that's for me that sums it up but um but you know even if for them the gender issue is not really an issue i mean it's more complex than that they just don't want to make an issue for instance um clementine from um from caramel um, um when she when she pitched uh, in front of vc on the first time the vc was like oh my wife is going to love your product. Mm. And so, in, in a way, <laughs> she just decided not to notice it, not to take it in an offensive way. Uh, so, you know, the issue is there. They just decide to jump over it. It's not to make him an issue for them. Interesting. So we do see some gender bias yeah. and gender-related issues. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> that will make people very aware of the daily life of female entrepreneurs. Wonderful. Karen, it's been wonderful having you with us. Thank you. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for tuning in. If you like this episode, make sure to give us many, many stars. If you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter or by email at press at stationf.co. And finally, make sure to follow us and not to miss all of our next episodes. We're available on all your usual podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, and Google Podcasts. All right, everyone. See you soon.